Welcome to the OSG Connections podcast, the place to hear from people who make OSG better together. I'm your host, Jim Carr, and this episode is a conversation about talent. We all have talent and want to use it and build it. For an organization like OSG, how can we use our collective talents in the best ways? For answers, we talked to a new OSG colleague and the Chief Performance Officer, Patrick O'Hara. Patrick and I talked about his professional path, what attracted him to OSG, and what a performance culture is. Patrick, welcome. Thank you for joining us here on one of our early episodes on OSG Connections. It's nice of you to join us and, and have you tell us a little bit about what you've found so far and where things are headed. Thanks for the invitation. Really, you know, happy, happy to be here on one of the early uh, podcast episodes, hoping that it encourages others to join in with us as we uh, go forward here. You are pretty new to OSG at the time we're recording our conversation. And what I've found is that people come into OSG and they work in OSG from a variety of different paths and, and different backgrounds. So we're curious about your path and what it was that attracted you to OSG to, to come here and join the team. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm actually, I think this is week five now that we are, we're speaking uh, on, on the job. You know, it's been an interesting path that I've, I've taken to kind of get to where I am today. It, uh, most, most of my career has been in the call center space, either from an outsourcing perspective or from, from corporations, but started uh, 20 some odd years ago in, in Sears Roebuck and Company in their credit division. And that's what really got my foundation for, for a couple of things that have driven my career. One was my point of view on where our emphasis has to be uh, when it comes to our people. I, I spent the first year that I was with Sears on the phones, making collection phone calls, taking customer service phone calls, approving and declining credit for people, unfortunately, right around Christmas time. So it was a, a, a major learning for me about what it takes to be successful uh, day to day for a company. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have great ideas and there's, there's, a, there's an important place for them in a company. But if we don't focus on the folks that are, are interacting with our customers uh, on a day to day basis, we really miss out, I think, on all the leverage that we have of driving customer experience and driving employee experience as well, too. So that was really formative for me uh, in the early years of, of kind of where my focus would be through my career. The other thing that crossed over early in my career was uh, a, a certification in Six Sigma. So for people who don't know what that is, it's a performance management methodology of how you kind of deconstruct a problem and try to solve it with, uh, with data. Uh, and again, so by my time doing that really kind of enforced for me uh, a, a methodology of how to use data to get to answers and, and really making sure that we're always researching, building, and, and collaborating on solutions. And so what became interesting throughout my career was the, the crossover of this kind of desire to really take care of people in an organization, along with performance management and process management. And I was able to bring those together uh, in, in all the roles that I've had, whether it's been with in the technology space, in the retail space, in an outsourcing capacity, has been how do we bring processes and technology to bear to make the job that people do easier and more optimal? So it's not just always kind of you know, focusing just on the people and asking them to do more, but how do we enable that path for them to do more? And so through a variety of different roles that I've had from everything from training to compliance to, uh, to operations, uh, I've had the chance to run organizations domestically, 
and in foreign countries. Uh, we had the opportunity to, to, to play, you know, play, uh, you know, major roles in project management and in compliance. But the last, you know, six to seven years has really been focused in the HR space. Uh, and again, really bringing together all these learnings that I've had about how do we really influence performance, enable people to do better, and hopefully drive that employee experience at the same time that we're driving performance uh, in the company. What was it about OSG that was attractive to you at this point in, uh, in your life and career and curious about what some of your initial impressions might be? Yeah, you know, so, so the thing that really attracted me to OSG is I would say is, is the challenge. So in, in, in past roles that I've had, I've been with companies that have acquired two, three, four other companies. And we've, we, I've, I've led a lot of the effort to integrate uh, systems and policies and procedures for that handful of companies. When I started talking to, to the folks here at OSG about the opportunity and learned that it was not three or four or five companies, but 20, 21, 22 companies, for me, it was that initial excitement of the challenge of like, wow, how do we take a look at this diversity we have in the companies that are out there, the way they did business, and how do we bring that together for a cohesive strategy going forward. So taking the histories of these companies and the talents of these companies and the products that they sell, bringing that all together to, for a future that OSG wants to get to, to me was really exciting. There's just a lot of a challenge of how do you bring all that forward? And, and again, within that challenge is a lot of excitement of seeing that many different ways that we do things. It's really kind of the good and the bad of it, right? Is that, that the opportunity is we have a lot of great ways we've done things, Let's find the best ways out of all that or create new ones that are even better. So for me, it was the challenge coming through. And, you know, in my, in my first five weeks, I mean, so it it's probably makes me probably more dangerous than an expert. But what I have seen is, is two things that really stand out to me. One is that that reality is true. There's a lot of different ways that things are being done around this company and the legacy companies. The challenge is there. It is real. We have a, a road ahead of us of gathering the right people together to look at how we're doing things differently, finding the best ways to do those going forward. And like I said earlier, maybe even creating a better way. And that's tapping into all kinds of things, right? It's tapping into what we've done, what's out on the market, uh, what can we develop ourselves? And what encourages me about all that is the fact that the second kind of observation is the people in this company. Uh, I have been nothing but impressed by the folks that we have in this company, not only their skill and talent. I think that's you know, easy to see in, in the success of companies that have been acquired by, by OSG. Um, but but it, to me, it's the passion that they bring forward for what they do, um, how they do it, and the vision of where we can go together. I mean, I, I've been with companies in the past where it, it's a struggle, right? It, it's hard to get people on the same road going forward. What I'm encouraged by, and I think a lot of credit goes to the last year of work that's been done in this company, is people seem really wired to move forward together. You know, it's you know, a mistake that you know, we're better together is one of the you know, taglines that's out there in the company, but we truly are. And I find that people are excited by that. I, I've been encouraged by the conversations that I've had with the ideas that people are starting to bring forward. And, 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 and the thing that excites me the most is unleashing those ideas you know, where people maybe were afraid to share you know, opinions in the past or weren't sure if it was their, their role to do it. For me, part of the employee experience is encouraging people to speak their minds in a professional and constructive way, but to put their ideas out there, to really get the thoughts that are in their heads of what they see day to day, what they hear from clients, what they hear from other employees, 
bringing that forward. And again, I, I've been encouraged by the people that we have the right people to do that. And now we just need to harness that power and, and get them, get everybody moving in the, you know, moving forward. I've had a similar impression and the environment of a pandemic of people being physically separated and unable to have connections and, and the normal patterns of communication certainly hasn't made anything any easier. And when you've got this collection of a lot of companies, but there, there does seem to be a great spirit of people wanting to help one another and being helpful to one another. I think it gets to, there's this big issue, the big terms, Patrick, when people think HR or talent or performance, sometimes it can seem good. Sometimes it might seem foreboding, might might seem uh, whatever. So I know you deal with that a lot it, at, a, at a ground level, at people when they're looking at their careers and, and their opportunity to, to do great work together. What is the real vision of that? How does that translate as you see it going forward? No, you're right, Jim. It's, you know, there's, there's sometimes those words seem somewhat ominous, right? I mean, we, it's hard to talk about HR without thinking about problems that people have. It's hard to, hard to talk about performance without people thinking of, you know, kind of the, the performance improvement plans. Like I've done something wrong, I'm not improving. I think the mission we have ahead of us here is turning that around to the positive side of all that, which is the development of skills and talents in the company. So where HR and HR professionals are positioned not as tactical, you know, I'm going to solve your problem for you, but I'm going to help bring solutions to you for how to make your work environment better, your job easier, your performance better. There's some really great momentum in the company um, with different tools that are out there. You know, one, one that I'll a comment on from the commercial division is, is Standout. It's, it's, a, it's a product that's been brought forward uh, from the Marcus Buckingham company, really renowned in giving a framework to conversations that leaders and their teams have about their performance. And it's not just how do I fix what's wrong, it's how do I do more of what I do better. And that's the thing I love about that program is it focuses on strengths. And, and it's really always been my, my mindset when I think about development of people is, you know, we can spend all of our time trying to fix problems, or we can find what people do best and give them more of that and really encourage them to do those things they do well, better all the time. And so that's what you know, I think would be the spirit behind our performance management program is one of constant development. Set the right expectations for people, give them the metrics that measure what those expectations are, and then have a very regular and routine and collaborative development process that we know all the time where we stand, what we're working on, what our strengths are, how do we do more and better. And all of that painted around a picture of the journey an employee wants to go on in their career, whether it's with OSG, whether it's elsewhere. I want to help to drive those conversations here where we understand what people are trying to achieve, give them the tools to do that, give them the encouragement to do that, have coaching plans. Matt, you know, Jim, I spent, I spent, Far, probably far too many years with my, my, I have three sons and we spent many, many years on, on the baseball fields and swim and track and all kinds of things. And I've, I've had the opportunity to coach on many occasions. And so I, I've been able to see in those years, the best coaches and how they work with kids and, and some of the worst coaches and how they work with kids. And so I, I take that into the workplace and, and say that there's, there's a real effective way to be a coach. And it's one where we're clear we're deliberate in what we do, and, and it's both sides participating in the drill. It's not just about a manager telling you what to do, do this better. 
It's about the two getting together and saying, here's our action plan going forward. Here's the, as a, as a leader, here's what I can help you with. As a team member, here's what I can bring forward. And together, we can try to reach those goals that we have in a very constructive way. And I think, again, it goes back to that employee experience. You know, do we want this to be a place where people are constantly just told, hey, you're not doing this well, do it better? Easy to say those things. Harder to be what we want to be, which is let's have a conversation about here's the opportunity. Here's what you're doing great. Here's the steps we can take. Here's the practice we can run. Here's the tools we can bring to bear. Uh, to do the job better. So for me, it's a very collaborative approach, very open approach, and very strength-focused approach. Uh, and again, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by the standout program as a way that we might be able to enter into some of those conversations very early on here. I have likewise, Patrick, been a, a dad slash coach to three teenage sons. And and certainly there are times where you're a coach, sometimes you're a cheerleader, and sometimes you just have to step back a little bit. But that, that spirit is exactly right. I'm curious whether it be for the standout program or maybe for some others as well. What can OSG employees expect to be coming out or that'll be tested or be rolled out? Are there some things that are going to be reinforced over the coming months and years as you see them? I know you're five weeks in, a grizzled veteran. I'm sure the plan is all set, but just in general, what uh, what do you imagine uh, for OSG employees will be happening in the, the near term and the medium term? Great question. I think a couple of things you know, that are kind of top of the list for me. One is I think they will see a more formalized methodology for how coaching and development takes place. So programs like Standout or similar to that uh, will be programs that will start to run out so that, that team leaders are prepared to have those conversations and their team members know what to expect. So I think having that kind of rigor around coaching development, that's the job of a leader, first and foremost. And they're going to see some common methodologies. So regardless of where they are in the company, the methodology is the same. Obviously, the conversations may be different based on the job somebody's in, but the same approach that we take to it. They will see very crystal clear uh, expectations and measurements of the jobs that they're doing. So there's really no question as to what is the achievements I'm trying to reach? What are the goals and objectives I'm going for? We're trying to make that very distinct and very visible about here's how we measure that. And here's how you can see kind of how you're doing, where you're at, and that's going to change for every job. Every job is going to be a little bit different about what those measurements are. And that's part of the work ahead of us is to put that into the hands of people so they always know this is what's expected of me and this is what I'm delivering at this time. Along with that, I, I'm really excited about you know, a number of, of steps we'll take in uh, defining career pathing, letting people see kind of within a function, here's how I can grow and going outside that function elsewhere in the company. And, you know, it's one of the things that gets me most excited about a company that has the breadth of offerings that OSG does, is there's a lot of different things people can do. I mean, people can start in, in, in a print shop, learn and become expert on the machinery in there and, 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 and the clients in there. And if they have a desire, they can grow into somebody who moves to the digital side of the fence, right? And, and, you know, through, through time, experience and education, the opportunities are endless within the company of the types of roles somebody might want to bring on from, you know, from frontline leadership to executive leadership, it's all going to be about giving people that vision of where they can go, partnering with them on the action plans to get there. So I think that's what they're going to see. So they'll see career pathing, they'll see mentorships, they'll see uh, you know the identification of, of skills. So when we have people that kind of have a collection of skills, how do we make that very visible? So they 
They're very well-rounded and cross-trained in things that are happening out there. And hopefully, if we do it right, we wrap it all up with great communication, hopefully much like this podcast being one of those, uh, where we can get the word out of what people are doing, how they're doing it, where that success is, uh, and having very broad and very modern avenues of communication uh, that we may not have had in the past. So I think those are just a, you know, a few of the elements I think that people across the company will see. We're starting conversations right now on a number of those and hope to make progress over the, over the course of the year. Patrick, I suspect it's pretty common when you get into a, a complex organization like OSG in particular, is lots of times there are resources, formal and informal, that people might hear about at onboarding and and forget about or never knew they existed in the first place or not take full advantage of them. I'm not going to lead you in that direction necessarily, but are, are, are you seeing um, that there are some things that that maybe your OSG colleagues need to be reminded of, um, point out to them? Are there resources that uh, you'd love to see your colleagues take advantage of uh, that maybe they aren't uh, fully into uh, these days? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great question. You know, and, and, you know, one of the opportunities is that we're growing in a lot of the more consolidated and centralized resources that are out there. But we, we do have uh, Hatch, which is a, is a growing avenue for people to get information online. Uh, that will continue to grow and, and be available uh, very soon here with job postings internally being added to that. So uh, that's an avenue people can take. Um, I, I would I would say that the, the greatest area that they can get uh, resource from now is to look to their HR partners, look to their management, uh, and ask the questions. You know, one of the things I said on on the town hall a few weeks back, when I think I was all of two weeks into the job, maybe one week, was what I would encourage people to do is to not wait around to be told what to do. Don't wait for the magical corporate message of here's how we're going to do everything. Uh, I would encourage people to take action locally now. Go to your local leaders. Ask about resources that you need. Ask about career paths you want to follow. We may not have all the answers right now across the enterprise, but we certainly can act on individuals and we'll grow into enterprise types of type of approaches and resources that are out there. You know, one of the things that, that I, I've, I've held kind of near and dear to my, my, in my career is a belief in accountability, um, you know, both in the jobs that we do, but, but mostly in our careers, that each of us individually is accountable for our career. And the people that I've seen the most successful uh, throughout their careers are ones that take ownership of what they do, what they know, who they know, who they talk to, the actions that they take. Um, people that I've seen stagnating in their careers, the ones that wait for someone to tap them on the shoulder and say, your turn. Uh, and that's definitely not the the uh, culture we're going to be growing at OSG here. It's going to be one very much of performance uh, and accountability for what you do. And so I, I would encourage people, if, if you're interested in growing your career right now, ask, talk to people, go to your local leaders, go to your HR leaders, come talk to me. Uh, you're obviously very virtual today. One day it'll be more face-to-face. But people have to take kind of that, that action and accountability to really promote their careers. We will deliver on the tools to help with that over time. Um, but that's going to take time to develop. And there's, it's a long list of things we want to bring improvements to. And we're, we're, we're tackling them one at a time. So I would hate for somebody to, to just wait around when they could be taking action on their career uh, and their performance uh, right now. 
that's great encouragement. And uh, you, you really foretold what was going to be a, a final question to you, Patrick, is drawing from, as you said, during the town hall of to not wait around you know, be, to be proactive in terms of what you want. You also said earlier in our conversation just today of you want to make sure that people's voices are heard and you have a chance to, to be into that conversation with your manager and in a larger level as well. So any final words of encouragement, uh, proactivity and planning that uh, you'd like to, to share with your OSG colleagues? Uh, you know, uh, you know, probably just a word of thanks, I guess. You know, be, being the new guy on the block right now, it, it's great to join a company where people are, very welcoming and uh, to date have not been shy about expressing their opinions of things that need to change. And I'd ask people to continue to do that as we work together, as we surface these ideas, we'll get better at what we do. And, and again, I think this avenue of communication is great. And I'm going to encourage people that are listening to this, move from listener to participant, you know, reach out. If you want to, if you have a story to tell, uh, I think this is going to be a great mechanism for sharing what we do across this company, a lot of different walks of life that have come together to form this company, a lot of very interesting, compelling stories and examples of success that I, I, I'm really excited to hear more about and learn more about. My, my biggest hope is that the, the line of people waiting to participate in this is so long that my next turn comes many months down the road. And so I, I would encourage people, again, this is just an avenue to uh, get involved, express your opinions and share your success stories. And the more we should share those success stories, we're all going to grow from that. So uh, just appreciate the time, Jim. Excellent. That is exactly the spirit uh, that we're coming into this. Patrick O'Hara, Chief Performance Officer, thank you for joining us on OSG Connections. Thanks, Jim. This podcast is a brand new venture designed to serve you and everyone across OSG. We want to hear what you think about this episode and what you would like to hear in the future. Which topics are most interesting to you? Which people would you like to hear from? Who has a story worth sharing? In future episodes, we'll also include shout outs and acknowledgements from you. So if there's someone you know deserving a shout out, even if they aren't interviewed on the OSG Connections podcast, then by all means, let us know and we will let all of OSG know. For any of those reasons, send your email to podcast at osgconnect.com. And if you haven't done so already, then push the button that says subscribe. That means each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your podcast player, so you won't even have to think about it. You can listen on your schedule. Thanks for joining us, spreading the word, and making connections.